I think I'm about to tell you all of my business. I think I'm about to tell you all of my business. I think I'm about to tell you all of my business. But we will see. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of WTF Am I Doing? The podcast meant to empower you no matter where you are on your journey. I've always told myself that I was a private person, like I've been private historically, open but private, if that makes sense. So uh, pretty much I will tell you what I want you to know and everything else is going to be a mystery because I don't want people in my business because it has nothing to do with you, you know. Uh, But in the vein of just transparency and knowing that we are in this thing called life together collectively sometimes it's helpful to share what you know we're experiencing because it may help other people feel seen and supported and less alone in this shit show of the world so yeah I've been having to make a lot of hard decisions and coming to a lot of realizations about self and um sometimes that's challenging sometimes it's like all right bet cool 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 hold my hand hold my hand like all right i'm holding on we gonna ride this wave um so it's been it's been both of those energies um the last couple years have just been fucking challenging like let's just be completely honest about it it has been fucking challenging but, like, not in the way that you think. I honestly had a good fucking time during the pandemic. Um, I enjoyed the stillness. I enjoyed not having to go to the plantation every day. And when I say plantation, I mean my 9 to 5, which wasn't really a 9 to 5. It was, like, 7 to 3.30, even though, like, I enjoyed the people that I met, blah, blah, blah. And it was, like, a really, the concept of the place was amazing. Um, but, you know, nonetheless, as an artist or creative your soul dies a little bit when you have to go do the same thing over and over and over and over again. And also as an empath, like just dealing with the different energies amongst your own, like having to like, you know, work through generational stuff and uh, just coming to your own realizations about like your shadow self, your light self, just just meeting you more and more when you when you're on this healing journey could be a full time job in itself. To be completely honest, like if someone could pay me to study myself, ah, 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 just putting it out there, I guarantee it would be a great time. Probably boring at some parts, but like nonetheless, it'll be a reminder for you to also be still and be, and just be. Uh, so, and that makes me want to go on a tangent about like culture that is about being versus doing and it's a conversation I used to have with myself quite often I'm like I don't know if I'm more drawn to just doing things and having to reach goals and I gotta like prove that my life was something by the physical and like tangible things that I've created or this time span and stressed out about or being where like I move somewhere and every day I just go like sit on my boat and go fishing and like the goal is to eat already have a place to live and like I do that and that be fine and well uh and so 
I've really been drawn to the concept of being. And being for me just means being present and saying yes to what feels aligned versus saying yes to what I feel like is supposed to be happening or I'm supposed to be doing. And so being for me ultimately means like going towards my happiness, going towards my own like peace, going towards my own joy. And I've been doing it all of my life, whether I want to admit it or not, because it's it's giving. It's never been a linear path for me. Like, I've never been one of those people that's like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. And that's just what it is. And I'm super focused and I got a goal and like the goal happens and the goal's it. And then like I get my white picket fence and like, yeah, I get my family and we're going to just like rock out and I'm going to become the CEO of like, uh, of trash cans and I'm just gonna like rock out with my family and like that's it we're gonna be good like I don't think there's anything wrong with that I love people who are like that because they inspire me they're like super stable their their resemblance of like just a a different level of stability that like it's nice to to see and witness and be a part of but I am so enthralled by the concept of growing and challenging myself and exploration and adventure that what would feel like stability to someone else would absolutely drive me fucking insane. Like, like, (laughs) at the beginning of the pandemic, even like, I was like, all right, so we had a routine cool 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 what's next like how can we spice it up so like cabin fever was real but like not in the way where I'm just like I gotta go be out in the midst of all the things but like what new places can I go hike at like what new things can I go look at so like it doesn't have to be anything drastic but just the concept of just like continuing to grow and learn and experience newness uh, so that I can like learn because I feel like that's the best way to learn by from talking to people is one of the one of my favorite ways to just like understand like this human experience because we all have these different perceptions of life and different experiences so like just listening to someone talk can be so enlightening and uh, entertaining if not nothing else or boring like it just depends but either way it's an experience So to just go back to the concept of like being, just choosing to be and focus on what happiness means for me and like not in the selfish sense, you know, like the sense where like when I make sure that I am well, that means that I am showing up in this way that contributes to my immediate world. And that for me feels very yummy. Um, I feel like I was called a selfish child when I was younger. And so I still wrestle with that. Um, but like, I also stopped giving a fuck probably when I was about 16 when I came out. So like, it's just been this juxtaposition of just like, I care, but like not enough to not take care of myself in a way that feels right for me. So, um, yeah, that's, I just gave you all quite a bit. And I hope that makes you feel a little bit closer, have a little bit more insight to me. Uh, But 
that's something that I've had to wrestle with, just like this concept of what life is supposed to look like and knowing that my own life looks so different from what I thought it was going to look like. Because if you don't know, I got rid of my apartment at the end of last year. That place was in Mount Rainier, Maryland, and I had some really magical experiences there. Like I programmed that space to be a healing space. And so there's a lot of like new moon, full moon. I think I already shared this in the podcast circles, like people coming to stay parties, like cooking. I had one of my best birthday parties there. Like it's just that space housed so many of my friends and so many like beautiful people that I met along the way that like it's, it was just magical. Like it, it felt like I was there longer than two years because there was just so much experience that happened there. And I intentionally chose that apartment. I think it was an apartment, whatever it was, it equaled seven, 205, uh, equal seven. And so just like leveling up and, and trusting the wisdom that was happening for me was definitely what was happening in that space. And so I intentionally got rid of my apartment because I was like, I'm going to try being a nomad and see what like it really means to like flow and be in surrender and to be in community. I was supposed to be staying with two different friends. I would like split my time between them. So, you know, like they don't get tired of me. I don't get tired of them. And did that for a month, realized it was not for me. Um, Had a falling out with one of the friends because like they did not commit to the schedule that we had um we had discussed and so that just made me feel some type of way because I was like you're putting some this person like over me because you just started dating them and they feel uncomfortable blah 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 but I'm like it's been a month that y'all been dating and I've known you for two years okay but you know so that happened had to like grow and learn through that and we're cool now so that's fine and well uh but just like realizing that I'm way more of an introvert and an independent soul um and highly sensitive so like I I need a level of stability I need a level of um just consideration and and quiet and thoughtfulness and there's nothing wrong with that and so once I realized that what I was doing was not well for me I manifested an apartment that was delightful kind of reminded me of the apartment that I moved out of had character there was a kitty there and it was close to where I used to live. Like, you know, it's close to just some, some really like cute things. Um, so, and there was like yoga nights sometimes. It was definitely what I needed at the time uh, in the interim. I definitely moved in with the intention of, of leaving. Uh, and then that time came and like another magical opportunity appeared. <laughs> So when that lease was up, I manifested a, another opportunity for this beautiful home uh, close to water and greenery. And it was everything that I literally like wrote down on a paper, like a love space where I get along with my neighbors and I feel I can feel like I'm in the trees, but also get in the water and be outside naked. Like I literally manifested this space. Um, a friend was moving and wanted some help 
preparing a retreat space and slash Airbnb space. And it was like, I have room, I have room. Kept saying it. And I was like, not paying attention to it because I need to know that it's real. So you got to say it a couple of times for me to actually believe it because uh, trust issues. Um, so yeah, I, I, life keeps appearing right when I need it. And it's really helped me not be as afraid to let go when I need to let go. So yeah, it's, it's really crazy because who would have thunked as a Scorpio rising can dive very deep, feel very stagnant sometimes, be very stubborn, um, be very fixed. So it's amazing that I am continuing to be able to let go, even though letting go is a process, but the fact that I can do it is amazing. Let's take a moment and head over to the gratitude corner. Do, 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 do. What are you grateful for this week? Oh, wait. I'm listening. Thank you for sharing. This week, I am grateful for shared experiences. I know we say that we shouldn't look for outside, uh, what's the word? Is it validation? I don't think that's the word I'm trying to use, but we shouldn't use exterior experiences to validate who we are internally or to like um, measure who we are we should be able to do that for ourselves we should be able to regulate our own experiences but there is something nice about having a shared experience that makes you feel like you are not going through something alone it is nice to be in community that you can communicate and share with And yeah, the word is validate. Feel validated inside of your own experience. So it's a, it's a catch 22, but I am grateful for being able to communicate and to be seen, heard, understood, understood, and that be okay. Like even if the communication is something challenging or hard, like there, it It feels great to be able to communicate even when it's challenging. It feels great to communicate even when you don't want to hear certain things or it's difficult for you to say to say certain things. There is a certain space where you know it's safe enough to share what it is. And so I am so grateful for those spaces where it is a flow, where there is not a wall, where there is not a brick. Uh, When it comes to communicating, there is no gaslighting. I am so grateful for that. I am grateful for the opportunity to be able to take my mom on a trip. Uh, I am, that's actually one of the things I used to pray for when it comes to like, um, just having money. Like I wanted to be able to do something for her. And so I feel like this is kind of the first time where I get to, to do something in a, in a grander, grand way. Let me not minimize it. 
uh, in a grand way. So I am grateful for that opportunity to be able to take my mom on a trip. And I am just grateful for continuing to invest in myself and to show up and practice being myself, even as it's challenging sometimes. Because I, I truly feel like some of the hardest work you can do is be yourself in a world that wants you to do the opposite, okay? Because everybody, not everybody, but people like to criticize and... It can just be a lot to be able to to not receive that. And I was actually listening to someone talk about how uh, people will think that people who are rich or millionaire, millionaires come off for come off as um, cocky or I forget the other word she used. But she was like, "Honey, we didn't already had our time of insecurity, our time of sadness, our time of this, our time of just being in the throes. So we don't have to carry that that anymore. Like we are confident in." in life in this process so we don't have to carry that energy anymore and I felt that I felt that because I'm still very much so having to like get confident in who I am like I know that I come off confident and I come off like so sure but it takes a lot of work to do that like (laughs) god damn I'd be like because it's giving I have multiple conversations in my head and so like I may be present with someone, but I am having my own internal dialogue typically. So just I'm grateful to continue to practice uh, quieting that inner dialogue and continue to practice being present inside of my own body, inside of my own confidence, inside of my own greatness, inside of my own wonderfulness. And knowing that as I continue to practice that, even right now doing this podcast, I'm grateful to be continuing to practice using my voice. I'm grateful to continue to practice show up as this whole wonderful Kita that is beautiful and fine just the way she is. I am grateful for having reminders and being seen. Um, is I have random friends tell me sometimes, they're like, you're an inspiration. I even had a friend tell me one time, like, sometimes she'll measure something by what I would do. She's like, what would Kita do in this situation? And I feel like that is the wildest shit to hear to me. But it's like, she actually knows me. You know what I mean? So that is, that is a high compliment. And so I'm just grateful for these mirroring relationships that show me where things are well. And also the mirroring relationships that show me where I might need some more work. Because they're both fine and well. Because my goal is to continue to elevate and be, you know, more aligned, best, healthy, happiest version of me. And for that, I am grateful. Thank you all for listening. The song, if you don't give a damn, we don't give a fuck. (laughs) If you don't give a damn, we don't give a Don't start no stuff, won't be no stuff. So that clearly is going to be the song of the week. It literally just popped into my head just now. I have not been listening to it, but I'm about to pull it out because why not? And I also learned that seven seconds is the limit I have. So I don't get sued uh, to play music or something else. Copyright infringement is what it's called. Uh, I'm not ready for that. Or will I ever be i don't know but yeah let's listen to seven seconds of it brb i lied my laptop is already packed up because i'm going on a trip on a little rocket ship
so just play the song for yourself and I uh, hope you enjoy it all right one last thing I want to share I have been investing in myself so I have two coaches now I'm, exci- I'm excited about that and then I signed up for one other program that will be happening at the end of March so super excited about that but I had one of my coaching calls and one of the things that stood out to me was that <laughs> sometimes I say yes to walking through doors and when I get there, I'm like, huh, hmm. huh, should I ask more questions or should I peek around the corner or should I look through the window? So this is something I know about myself because I've always been like, oh, I just want to have the experience. The experience is like the best way to learn. But just learning to continue to try to do my due diligence as much as possible because I am very much so guided by spirit. And learning like firsthand is one of the best ways to be a teacher. So who am I to try to tell somebody what to do or how to live or give a suggestion? Because I can't tell nobody to do nothing. If I have it, but like, how am I supposed to teach if I have not personally experienced (laughs) the thing? I don't want to be a fraud. That is not what I'm trying to do. That does not spark joy for me. I want to continue to live the values uh, that I, that I speak. Um, So yeah, just making sure that even if we're being led by spirit to continue to just like check in and sorry, there's somebody in the hallway, but I'm um, continuing to just like do your due diligence about checking in with spirit. And if there needs to be some preparation beforehand, do that, but just sitting a little bit longer possibly and just figuring out what actually feels well and Knowing that at the end of the day, you can always leave that door, close that modisaka, uh, crawl through the window, jump through the window, whatever you need to do to exit. And that's another thing that I learned from the past was to, when you go into a situation, have an exit plan. And I think I might have learned that from my aunt, actually. But I started practicing it with jobs because I was just like, this is not, this is not the one for me. Uh, so I'm going to head out. But trying to have an exit strategy, like a plan in motion, but also being present. So, like, even though you might have a plan to leave, like, continue to be present in those moments because you're going to gather as much information as you need. You're going to gather as much experience as you need before you head to, like, that next point, which is the end for that, but the beginning of something else. So, planning for the end doesn't necessarily mean, like, not being present for what's happening in the moment. But just knowing that, like, it's not the end-all, be-all. And it also helps curve the fear that we might experience through change, through letting go, through starting something new. So, uh, this episode has been a delight. It has been a whirlwind of uh, just sharing. And honestly, it's typically how I talk. Just blah. <laughs> whatever comes to mind it's very much so Aquarius moon energy and I love it I even though I'm a Capricorn sun uh yeah meet me in real life is probably giving more scorp because I'm probably going to be quiet if I don't know you possibly maybe it depends 
Um, but the people who know me, and then I'm quiet. <laughs> so you're meeting me uh, on the podcast. And it's a pleasure to meet you. And I thank you so much for tuning in. I am just grateful that you all continue to show up and support and i'm also proud of myself because i often try to hide away in the corner especially when it comes to communicating well historically i have but we're moving out of that phase so thank you for seeing me and holding space for me love you all bye